Welcome to Thursday night, Grace Point, and anyone else that's out there watching. We're going through the book of Matthew. We've been talking about authority, the authority of the believer through Christ. And just if you haven't been with us, please go back. I mean, maybe everything isn't flowing perfectly, but there's a lot of revelation and information that I've been going through on the authority of the believer. And I think it's time for me to take a little pause here for one second before I go on. Because people will say, well, if we have this authority, why does this person born this way with this disease? Why did this person fall and break their neck? And, you know, this person is paralyzed. And why did this happen? And what about Joni? And what about this? And all these, listen, I taught already, and, and I went over a little bit about the now and the not yet. Folks, even though Jesus has passed through life and has won the victory for us, Okay, we still live in a fallen world. I talked about this. There are people still born blind. There are, there are uh, you know, sickness is still in the world. There are still demons in the world. And even believers, you know, we go through battles. We go through setbacks. And even people of great faith go through trials and setbacks. Okay. And I understand that. So, yeah, but we're, we're that doesn't change the reality of scriptures. We have authority. The Bible says we do. I'm going to go over this a little bit again today and in this section because I'll have other opportunities to preach on authority. But the Bible says we've been raised up and seated with Christ at the right hand of God. Doesn't it say that? It does. That right hand is a position of authority. Paul prays that they know the power that's available because they're, they're the body of Christ. Now, I understand also we don't operate in this independently. We don't operate in this authority. And do you know Jesus didn't operate in this authority independently? I, I'm going I'm to try to pull something up here that I can read to you out of an Andrew Murray book. I'm, forgive me while I pull this up. Um, Jesus didn't operate in it independently his authority and we don't either let me so as we're learning to follow god and to walk in the spirit the bible says that all things are possible to him or her that believes so all these things are potentialities in christ paul encouraged us to grow up into christ just because we don't live in paradise yet, or we don't live in heaven yet, is no reason why we can't press on for all of God that we can grab. And in fact, we have been given a great commission by God to go into all the world and preach this gospel. And he said, signs of the kingdom of God would follow us if we do. And I'll come back to this. So, folks, I want to encourage you to learn to follow God, learn to walk in the authority that you have in Christ, and learn to exercise faith in the name of Jesus. I'm going to go back and review real quickly. We're talking about Jesus cast out demons, and you have the power to cast out demons. Paul said in Ephesians chapter 2, I read it, and I'm going to read it again here real quick. He said in, in verse uh, Six, we have been raised up with Christ and seated with him in heavenly realms. Okay, flip over to Colossians chapter 3. 
Paul says, since then, you have been raised with Christ. Set your hearts on things above where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Set your affection or your mind on things above, not on earthly things. For you have died and your life is now hidden with Christ in God. And now Christ is your life. And when he appears, you also will appear with him in glory. You've been raised up and seated in a position of authority with Christ. Okay, now flip over to Matthew. I'm going to reference this scripture over and over again. Flip over to Matthew chapter 28. Paul tells his disciples in Matthew chapter 28, verse 18, he says, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Who has all authority? Jesus Christ does. Where is he seated? At the, 1 Peter 3 says he is seated at the right hand of the majesty on high, dominions and authorities are subjected to him, right? Where are you seated? With him at the right hand of the authority on high. You're a member of his body. You have authority. If the mouth has authority, then the toe has authority, (laughs) right? Brian, if I go into a restaurant to eat and my mouth eats, the whole body gets, gets that sustenance of the food. If I make a commandment and I do something through my power, my whole body gets to uh, enjoy the fruits of my labor or, the, or my commandment or whatever I do. My whole body gets to enjoy it. We're raised up and seated with Christ in heavenly places, far above principality and power and every name that's named. We have authority in Christ. So he said, all authority has been given to me. Then he deputizes them, and he says, go you therefore. He says, teach them everything to observe everything that I taught you. So what I'm teaching is when Jesus cast out demons, he was teaching his disciples that they could do it too, and he gave them authority too. This topic is so little taught, we just can't believe. It's like John said, now we're the son of God's. It's mind-blowing that we right now are the sons of God. These are things that we have to renew our mind to. These are things that we have to believe and exercise faith in and to grow in if we're going to grow up into Him in all things. Now, another reason, and this is what I'm saying, that the reason we don't operate a lot of times in this authority is because I don't believe it's independent of the Spirit of God. In other words, you can't be out living a life of sin or you can't be living a life of disobedience or a life independent of the Spirit of Christ that's in you, and expect to manifest any power, okay? We don't walk in authority and power based on law, based if we're good or not, but we do walk on walk in authority and power based on whether we're walking in the Spirit. Not law, Spirit. And remember what I taught way back, this is like six weeks ago or something, or five weeks ago, I taught... The disciples, all of them, what distinguished one from another, it was the people that followed Jesus, right, that were being taught these things. Many people had opportunities to follow Jesus, and they said, well, let me go bury my father, or I got too much money, I don't want to give my money. They put something before them and Jesus, and so they disqualified themselves. They weren't following. But anybody that followed Jesus, not the law of Moses, 
but they followed Jesus, they operated in, and they were taught to operate in this power, even though imperfectly. Now, when the Holy Spirit came, Peter and, and the disciples walked in it probably more perfectly, right? Because they had the uh, spirit and the power of God. This is only for this authority. It's not for all the Christians that get saved or, or, or aren't going to walk in this. This authority and this dominion, even though it's for the whole church, only those that are following Jesus will walk in it. And as a New Testament believer, how do we follow Jesus? I teach on this a lot too, but it's worth repeating over and over. How do we follow Jesus? Certainly it's by faith, right? But how do we do it? Paul says in Galatians 5, he says, walk in the Spirit. It's by walking in the Spirit. And we walk in the Spirit by faith. If you're born again, your spirit is born again. You're remade in the likeness of Jesus. His Spirit is in you. The image of God is back in you. Your spirit's born again. Uh, all, everything we need for life and godliness has been given to us now in Christ as a gift by faith. So we have it in us right now. We've been blessed with every spiritual blessing in heavenly realms, Ephesians 1, 3, right now, already complete in Him, right now, in the Spirit. So to manifest this authority and power, we have to walk in the Spirit which means we have to put to death the misdeeds of the flesh and walk in the Spirit. There's choices all the time. But it's not by law. It's not by you being good. It's by your choice to walk in the Spirit. And what is this walk of the Spirit like? Well, I want to just show you how Jesus walked. Are you ready? And we'll, we'll end here in this section. We'll move on to chapter 9. He's going to talk more about authority in chapter 9. Okay, how did Jesus walk? Well, he walked in humility, didn't he? I've been teaching on that. Look what Jesus said. This is the Son of God, sinless Son of God, walking on earth. John, Gospel of John, chapter 5, verse 19, he says, The Son can do nothing of himself. The Son can do nothing of Himself. He walked in dependency on God. He wasn't wielding this authority in independence and rebellion. He was obeying. He said, whatever I see my Father do, that's what I do. That's what we have to do as believers. Walk in dependency on the Spirit. Walk in the Spirit. Okay, look, look at this. John 5.30. I can of my own self do nothing. My judgment is just because I seek not my own will. John 5, 41, I receive not glory from men. John uh, 6, 38, I am come not to do my own will. John 7, 16, my teaching is not my own. John 7, 28, I am not come of myself. John 8, 28, I do nothing of myself. John 8, 50, I seek not my own glory. John 14, 10, the words that I say, I speak not of my own self. And John 14, 24, the word which you hear is not mine. He lived a life of humility and a life of dependence. 
said it many times. Jesus didn't come. He was God and is God and always was divine, but he emptied himself of his divine rights and privileges and localized himself as a man. You know this because he was no longer omnipresent. He couldn't have been omniscient because he didn't know if a bird was flapping its wings in you know, Asia or something. Or he, did. he limited himself to humanity. And Jesus was tempted, and God can't be tempted. He was tempted because he became a man in every sense of the word. He emptied himself and became a man. He operated in dependency on the Father and on the Spirit. Well, if we're going to walk in authority, we're going to have to walk like Jesus walked in humility and in dependence, in dependence on Him. We don't wield this sword arbitrarily, okay? Now, there are some things, and I'll get into it at some later time. We have authority in our life through the Word. We have revelation and understanding, and this understanding that God gives us, we can walk in it as we grow in it, but we have to grow into it. I'll end right there. There's more on authority in chapter 9. We'll pick up in chapter 9 next week. God bless you all.